Yeah, yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. Everything's we're not, okay. We're not house? chomping. We're not eating right. We're not eating during the recording session, right? No, stop. I'm just finishing one wafer. My okay, God. Okay, well, you know, you're done. <coughs> ah. Howdy, I'm Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years to the same radio station. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines of the news, trends, music, and often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack, the Jacks, my second act. I mean, I'm exhausted from that opening. It's been the same for 413 episodes now. I know. And you know how we know that? Keith Rockdale Bone. This is episode... Yeah, this is episode 413, and we have Keith Rockdale Bone to thank for that because not only did he count up all the episodes, which I have suggested to you that we do, and you weren't like to, you're like, eh, um, we were like, you're like, we could just ballpark them, but he counted them. And not only did he count them one time, he counted them three times to get the correct number. So if you were going to do that and you heard us and you were like, you know what, I'll just count them out for these people. Stop counting. He well, did it. Don't worry about it. It seems to me we probably should be a little higher than that. No. You know? I, I, yeah, 412? 413? I don't know. I thought we were closer we, to 500. Okay. Well, there's two episodes a week. And how long have we been doing it? Five years. No. We haven't been doing it five years. Have we not? We started January of what? 2020. Okay. So that's four years. There's right. two episodes. Let's just, a week. I, I trust Keith. There's right. 52 well. weeks. Hang on. 52 times two is 104. Yeah. Times, what do we say? Four years? 416. And that's about right because we've missed a couple episodes here and there. All right. We'll go with it. Yeah. Thank you, Keith Rockdale Bone. Pop that means we've missed four episodes. Conjure Storch, we've missed more than four episodes, so somebody's off. Okay, well, Somebody's anyway. got fr- furry math, fuzzy math, whatever it is. No, that's that doesn't count like late, posting them late. That's just like, no, didn't do them at no, all. No, we've skipped more than four episodes. Okay, anyway. Well, I haven't. You have. I'm always available. Um, oh, my name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, today, or yesterday, was not only um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, it was also Blue Monday. And do you know what Blue Monday is, Cadillac Jack? I know what Blue Monday is. Blue Monday is the most depressing day of the year. Yeah. The third Monday of January every year is Blue Monday. Which stinks that it coincided with Martin Luther King Jr. Day and a day of service, but go ahead. Well, does it not always, I guess? I guess, yeah. yeah. It would, yeah. Yeah. Blue Monday is when uh, just a lot of shit comes together. You're done with, you're done with the holidays, all right? Yes. Uh, your bills are coming in. Why else are you blue on the third Monday of January every year? Well, the weather's usually very cold, which it is. It's a little depressing. Um, and I think that by now you're either doing well with your resolutions or you have completely abandoned everything and Fair you're enough. feeling guilty about that. Fair enough. You know, and I think that you just have to, you know, we talked about this in a previous episode. I think that resolutions and, you know, everybody starts the year with brand new twinkly eyes and, you know, it's going to be a great year. This is going to be my year. This is going to be the year that I'm going to change everything. And I do believe that that can happen for everyone. But I think it is really ambitious to think by like the third week in January, you're going to have it all figured out. You know, when I look back over last year, 
and most people do, it is a marathon, not a sprint. I mean, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of in-betweens. And not every single day, just because a new year rolled over, is going to be the best day of your life where everything just lines up perfectly. And I think you just can't give yourself a hard time about that. I keep saying you have to give yourself a lot of grace, you know, just for making it through this world one day at a time, you know. And that's not to say, again, that things aren't going to look up or be great. But, you know, I think every now and then you have to realize that reality creeps in and you have to deal with it. But there are going to be highs and there is going to be change, but it's it may take a while. I mean, listen, Rome, as they say, Rome was not built in a day, right? That's what they say. So think of yourself. You know, you just have to, like I said, I, my goal instead of, you know, listen, I've been rowing on my rower, but I haven't rowed every day. But I'm trying to go to bed every night and say, did I do everything that I could have done? You know, and uh, the times that I don't have to row, it's because my day was just jam-packed and there just was no time. But I'm trying to take advantage of the time that I do have. And, I, you know, listen, it's all you can do. That's it. I'll tell you who has the Blue Mondays, according to a lot of reports, are Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. What do we think is going on here? I think the new new has worn off, don't you? What are you talking about? I know nothing about this. Well, everyone's talking about the fact that they're not posting anything together, which they have been, you know, again, that may not be such a big deal, but they have been frequent posters together. You know, everything was together, together, together. Um, and everyone's just saying, listen, they are drifting apart. They were married at Blake Shelton's ranch in 2021, and they are facing big divorce rumors. And everyone says it's coming down the pipe pretty soon. Who's, who's everyone, though? People in the know in Nashville and lots of reports are just saying, listen, they're they're never together anymore. Um, you know, they I don't think they were together on New Year's Eve. They were playing two different places. Um, but he is doing that Barmageddon show that he does. Barn Barn Barmageddon, yeah. Right, right. And he has been partying a lot while saying he needs to cut back on drinking. So he is equally posting that he's out just hooping it up as much as he's posting, you know, I need to try to not drink so much and be better and this kind of thing. So well, um, they were spotted out in L.A. holding hands mm -hmm. pretty recently, leaving uh, one of their one of her son's football games in, uh, in L.A. and uh, just uh, this weekend, this past weekend. Does holding hands, does that uh, does that dispute, does that dispel, does that uh, erase rumors of a, a potential split? Is it that easy to do? I don't know. I don't just know if that's like, you know, is that, hands. well, and I don't know if that's like for paparazzi or whatever. I, I don't know. They said that they're leading separate lives, but listen, um, sometimes that helps people. You don't have to be, we've talked about this before, you don't have to be glued together at the hip 24-7. Some people do need that. And um, we spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about like, you know, everybody has their own deal. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I like them together because I like him as a step parent for her three boys. Yes, so I hope that. that it, he is. And I hope that, um, I hope that it, it's not that way, you know. And it was Gavin Rossdale who was the dad, right? That's right. And it's uh, one is 17, one is 15, one is nine. Yeah. And they're really close to him. So I don't know. I hope we, um, I hope we don't find out that this comes true. But you know what? If it does, again, I'm going to stay out of their marriage and believe that they're going to work it out. And it's the best thing for both of them. So there's that. Um, Luke Bryan and Jason, Jason Aldean. Aldean 
were performing, not performing, but they had a private event um, at, or was it at? Duck Commander. What's the, what is that? Explain uh, what that is. I'll get that for you. St. Louis is where they were, right? Yes. Yeah, so they were in St. Louis. So they'd had a great day. Um, and they're big pals. They've always been buddies. Um, and their careers, you know, they started out almost in the same, like, the same stratosphere. They're both from Georgia. They both kind of um, love being outdoors, kind of, you know, just good old boys, good old Southern boys. And they really scrapped it up, the two of them. Um Around the same time, wouldn't you say that their careers just sort of paralleled on two different lanes at the same yeah, time? I think, I think that's fair, sure. Yeah. So they've always been big buds, but um, they were in St. Louis, Missouri, and they had gone duck hunting earlier in the day. And um, then they flew to St. Louis. So I guess they duck hunted somewhere. Yeah. And so they, I think they actually, and I've, I've learned now that they, they aren't driving back to Nashville. So I think they were like an hour Wait, and a what? half. Hang on a sec. Where did that all come from today during during the radio show then? Did you create all that? Well, I just found it. I just found it. So here's what happened. Okay. They duck hunted somewhere and then they flew to St. Louis. Okay. And they landed and they did the ATA show with Buck Commander. And then they were supposed to get on the plane, fly back. I think they were flying back to the duck camp because it's not a 30-minute flight from St. Louis to Nashville. Is it? Uh, I'll get that information for you as well. Okay, look on that one. So anyways, it was going to be an easy 30-minute flight. So they took off from St. Louis, and things started to get really rough. Um, It was freezing. I mean, obviously, it's cold everywhere, but it was freezing there. It's 16 degrees. The wind's blowing 40 miles an hour, and some of the instruments on this plane were not responding. So they had to turn around and land. And they're saying now they didn't want to make a big deal out of it because they said they didn't want to scare their wives. Um, But they said it was rocky. It was rough. Um, they thought the plane was going to fall out of the sky. So they landed and they rented a car and they've decided to, uh, they're turning that kind of into a road trip. So they stopped at the Dairy Queen, which is just hilarious. Um, and Jason's driving because he says he does not trust Blake, I mean, Blake brought Luke Bryan to drive and they went to the Dairy Queen and ordered their food. Can you imagine those girls at the Dairy Queen when they roll up? Did they go inside or go to the drive-thru? They went to the drive-thru, and that's what cracks me up, because Jason Aldean's trying to order, and it's what happens to everyone, where you're just trying to get your order out, and the person who's taking the order is like, will that be all for you? Does that does that do it for your order? And you're like, no. Can you just stop for a minute? Like, I've got 19 more things I'm going to troll out. A few things. Uh, ATA show is the, uh, I just had it, the Archery Trade Association. Mm. All right. So they were there in St. Louis for, it's a trade show, basically, and it was uh, Willie Robertson. Uh, Tyler Farr was there, uh, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean. Um, so that's that uh, for the bow hunters. And St. Louis hosted this year, the 2024 ATA show. All right. So got some audio here we're going to share with you. First clip here is uh, Jason and, and Luke after they discover that the plane is uh, having some problems with its navigation dials or something. All right. Here we go. We were flying out of St. Louis. We had uh, issues traveling with the plane because our plane we thought was going to fall out of the sky. We took off and it was so cold in St. Louis. It's like 16 degrees. The wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. Some of the uh, instruments on the plane were not. So we had to turn around and land. And yeah, it was a little tense. I want to hear that cackle again. I thought that was Caroline. No, the the wives were home because Jason takes a call from Brittany. 
Wow. We took off. <laughs> you said what? Yeah, because he, he brought, uh, Jason takes, not J- yeah, Jason Aldean, I can't get this straight, takes a call from Brittany to tell him, we're fine. We're just in that we, I'll call you back. We're, we're, he says, we're doing a live Instagram with Luke and we're in the Dairy Queen drive through You know, she's like, what the hell? It is, that that is a, that would, they would have been going back to Nashville because it's uh, 43 minutes. Um, but they're, they live outside of Nashville. So it's probably about 30, you know, probably 30, 40, 45 minutes for them to get to, uh, right. Franklin and where they are. Here, here's some audio. So, yeah, that's right. Here, here's some more audio of them at the Dairy Queen DQ outside of St. Louis, Missouri. Let me get just a regular cheeseburger with cheese and pickles only, um, fries and a Coke to drink with that. One, Can I get anything else? uh, one chicken strip basket. Four pieces of six Six. Get me a number one with a coat. Sorry. Uh, six. The six B. <laughs> and, and then I, I need a number one with a coat. Please. Can I get anything else? That's it. Gonna be twenty nine seventy eight. Oh, I got that. I need some money. <laughs> so, y'all, Jason and I, we were flying out of St. Louis. We had a. We had some issues traveling with the plane, so we rented a car to go to Duck Camp. We're at a Dairy Queen because our plane we thought was going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> All right, okay, oh, right, who's okay. watching? Oh, we got eleven thousand people tuned in. Yeah, well, well, you guys can ride with us for the next hour and a half till we get. Mm, can you imagine? Would that be a good ride? You think? Well, here's what I don't understand about the hour and a half. It's four hours and 29 minutes from St. Louis to... I don't know. It's, it's all semantics. Well, maybe they've been driving for a while. Maybe they've been driving for three hours by the time... Yeah, they got Dairy they Queen. They decided... Yeah, to, to take yeah, this time. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Can you imagine, yeah. though, as you said, being being the drive-thru, have, you, you're, you're stationed at the drive-thru. That's your that's your, uh, your your call spot for the night, for your shift. And 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 they, they turn that corner. First, maybe... Would you recognize their voices at the drive-thru? I think I would. Okay, we're not eating during the podcast, Donald. Okay, that's a carrot or something. I can tell. Would you recognize their voices? Yes, you said. Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. And would you, you certainly would recognize them when they turn the corner? They'd recognize you. Well, yeah. Like if I've ever shared my onion rings with you, which is rare, you like eat the outside of the onion ring too. I eat the batter. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. a thin one. Got to be a thin onion ring. I don't like a thick onion ring. Yeah. What do you dream about? Not the dreams you have in your sleep, the ones you hold in your heart. Don't be intimidated by the audacity of your dream. Be inspired by it. What happens to a dream deferred? Lucky for Dave, he doesn't know. Thank you very much, The Dreamer. Streaming now on Netflix. That's him doing the Netflix stinger. Dave right there. Doing, uh, drop New Year's Eve. That is Morgan Freeman doing the voiceover there. Yeah, I mean, what a voice, huh? Uh, I watched it over the weekend, and I will tell you, I was uh, I was appalled at, at some 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 points. I was laughing to the point I didn't think I could breathe at some points, and that's what I love about Dave Chappelle. He's unpredictable. Uh, we've seen him in, in in concert, if you will, or you know, it's a live stand up a couple of times through the years. Uh, he is one of the best writers. He, his timing is impeccable. Uh, his his jokes rarely ever fall flat, but you got to keep up. You got to keep up, and you need to know what's going on in the world as well. He's very very tuned in to. Uh, pop culture and to news and, and and things like that. The funniest part was when he talked about meeting Lil Nas X for the first time. Lil Nas X and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus uh, kind of put him on the chart with uh, uh remake of our, they sampled anyway. Uh, what was the song? Hell. 
Well, it's the horses and the barn. Is it? Anyway, yeah. And so this is a from from the dreamer Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle talking about his meeting, his running with Little Nas X at a at a party. Then a man who calls himself Little Nas X. I met this nigga at a party. I had no idea who he was. But the minute he walked in that party, I knew I was in his dream. Remember, the special's called The Dreamer. Everybody in the party was another dreamer. Everyone was famous. But when that nigga walked in, he was dressed like C-3PO. He was shining. He was shining. And everyone was like, oh, my God, there he is. That's what I was like, oh. I didn't know who he was. And for some reason, out of all them dreamers, he walked right up to me. And he said, I tried to get you in my video. I don't know what you I said, what? I said, what? What video? And he just looked at me like, you know what video. And walked away. And I watched him walk away. I said, man, I said, this nigga's having a very powerful dream. <laughs> and then he talks about the video for uh, for for the, the the solo, the first solo release of Lil Nas X, which was about him uh, uh, blowing the devil, pretty much. Um, and just another what? I'm sorry, another hilarious line. I can't find that one online anywhere. They haven't released that one. Uh, but just a funny, funny, funny special. If you need a good laugh. Uh, especially this week, as you, if you're recovering today from from depressing Blue Moon Monday or whatever it's called, uh, look it up tonight. Enjoy it and make sure the kids are in bed. But Dave Chappelle, The Dreamer, is streaming on Netflix. Uh, I think you're going to love it. And if you don't, don't uh, don't at me because it is. Uh, listen, he can be filthy. He can be absolutely filthy. Uh, but uh, he wraps it up talking about Chris Rock and Will Smith. And it was one of the most poignant things uh, in his stand-up I've ever heard Dave Chappelle do live or 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 in a special. Uh, I'm not going to play the audio for you. I want you to hear it. I want you to experience it. But uh, he talks about uh, what makes true men and does it in a very, very uh, emotional and effective way. The Dreamer, Dave Chappelle. Check it out on Netflix. We appreciate you checking out the podcast, Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, and encourage you to join us for the radio show, 5.30 a.m. till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays, Cadillac Jack and Donna, Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. One of the most popular segments. Donna, you created, you get credit for this. We're going to play Thugs coming up, and uh, it's Janet's story. Remember Janet? Um, What did she do? Janet... uh, I don't know that I remember. Well, hang on. But it was a it was a good one. It was a good, it was a fantastic episode of Thugs. And it's where you you salute local law enforcement and, and for them to, you know, for, for them taking thugs off the street because you can't have enough of that. Thugs are everywhere. Thugs ruin society. So a Janet's thug story. Brand new episode of Thugs with Donna coming up this episode of Cadillac Jack My Second Act. And join us 5:30 till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays. Atlanta's the Bear 925. Find the apps. Very simple search the Bear 925 anywhere. You download your apps, Apple App Store or Google Play. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. That's where you're going to find them. That's where they've been for over 40 years. The same location you've driven by hundreds of times. If you've never stopped, can we encourage you to do that? If nothing else, just to say hi to Donna and to Marilyn, our, our Gallery Furniture family. 
Uh, they've been with us in season one, episode one, S1E1. And um, listen, uh, uh, they know what they're doing. They've been in business, a, a small, locally owned family business for over 40 years, Donna. They do it right. Absolutely. And, you know, we were talking to um, our son, Will, is moving out to Phoenix, as we've talked about. And he he was talking about getting some furniture when he moves out there. And, you know, it's a little far for gallery to ship. I mean, if you're if you're out in Phoenix, that may be a little too far. But um, the, the conversation was about just how expensive things are. And, you know, it is really important right now to get your money's worth. Because if you go to the grocery store, you get four things, it's $300. You know, you go fill up your car, it's $70. Every time you turn around, you're just slammed with like, oh my gosh, you're like, you know, I call that like $100 on yourself to death. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like a lot, but it just all keeps adding up and adding up and adding up. And every time you turn around, it's $100 for this thing for school or $100 for that or whatever. So if you've kind of been holding out on getting furniture because you're just being $100 to death, but you know you need it, go check out Gallery Furniture because I think you're going to be surprised if you are like our son, Will, and you've kind of been in the market and you've been looking at furniture and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to buy something from someone on the road out there. Don't do that. He's young and you know what? He can withstand whatever the the spiders or whatever's in that stuff that he's going to get. You can't. So you need new furniture. And you don't need tons of new furniture. We've talked about before, you just maybe spruce up a room, one chair, one rug, one couch. It's kind of like the resolutions. You don't have to do it all at one time, just You're one like it, like day it. at a time. Yeah, Get one day at a time. Piece. You know, so when somebody walks in that room, they exactly. go, wow, my good, I love that chair. I love that yeah. lamp. I love that piece of wall art. Where'd you get it? Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Askforthewolfman.com online. The Instagram follow is fantastic. You get uh, a sneak peek of everything that the trucks are hauling in every week. And there, there are lots of trucks every week that hit with beautiful furniture, reasonably priced for every room in your home. And you need two things to get uh, qualified for uh, financing and, and, and guaranteed financing. And that's uh, six months on the job and day checking account. That's it. And the Donna's going to work her magic. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. We appreciate your support of the podcast, Cadillac Jack, my second act. Also, Fable Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And now, Donna, Fable Ford Mobile Service. They come to you. And you don't have to be a Fable Ford uh, family member. You don't have to have a Fable Ford in your driveway. You don't even have to have a Ford. They can service most makes and models uh, with Fable Ford Mobile Service. They come to you wherever you are. Take back your time. You're the boss of your time. Take it back. Whip yourself into shape and take back that time. You don't want to spend a, a, sitting in a service department on a Saturday, drinking bad coffee and shaky Wi-Fi. All right? Yeah, I mean, I think this is the the most... I have to tell you, this is probably one of the most ingenious things that has come about that we talk about. Because if you have ever sat in a car dealership, you waste an entire day. And sometimes at the end of the day, they tell you, we've got to order the part. But they didn't even do anything. Like your car did not move around that dealership, that service department. It's happened to every single person where seven hours later, they're like, well, we figured out what it is, but we got to order the part. So then you're going to have to come back another day. So take back your time. I mean, this is such a great deal. And again, as Caddy said, you don't have to own a Ford. People have asked me that. Like, do you have to have a Ford? You don't. You don't. Fable Ford Mobile Service. They come to you, FableFordGA.com. Brightmore Hospice, Brightmore Healthcare, BrightmoreHealthcare.com. Delta Atlanta's hometown airline. When you're safely in the air, seated comfortably, check out the infotainment center and enjoy 412 now. What well, 413 with this one. Episodes of this podcast. This is 413. 413. Episode 413. All right. And uh, also T-Mobile. Take back your cash and uh, get home internet service for 50 bucks a month. If you're paying more than 50 bucks a month, you're getting screwed. T-Mobile.com. 
and awesome. Is that their tagline? Uh, I just kind of created that on the go. I don't oh, think okay. I, see, I hadn't seen that in print or anything or TV. Yeah. Or heard yeah, it on the radio. Yeah. Uh, awesomealpharetta.com, my longtime partner of this podcast, awesomealpharetta.com. Come play a while, stay a while, find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Thugs. Well, good morning. You know how we just had the thug song, Bad Boys, Bad Boys? Right, well, this right. is a bad girl, Cadillac Jack. Okay. Bad girl. Okay, so Fayette County Sheriff's Office was dispatched around 1.17 a.m. to a residence over there on Huckabee Road. They made contact with the suspect, and she took off into the woods. Took off into the woods. Okay, then, Caddy, all of a sudden they get something on their radio that says that a blue F-150 was stolen around Rising Star Road. Okay? Mm-hmm. By someone matching the suspect's description. Okay. Okay, They got up there to the vehicle, to the F-150. It was crashed into a tree. The suspect left the vehicle, went back into the woods. Okay. Now, for two hours, these deputies had to go through the woods trying Mm, to find her. Jolly. I tell you what. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If that were me, that's why I am. we are so lucky to have the Fayette County Sheriff's Office because I'm just going to tell y'all, if that had been me, I'd be like, you better get back here. There'd be some additional charges, some additional charges for sure. I mean, and I would walk quickly or maybe even run trot for like about a half a mile. But for, That's it. I mean, or for, for 45 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe. But two hours. You're going to piss me off. I'd be like, I just don't think God wants me to find you. Right. You know what I mean? But did they? At that point. But did they? Well, they did. Um, so they did find her. And lo and behold, she had like entered the residence of the people that owned the F-150 through the garage, damaged some properties in one of the bedrooms. And then she leapt out a window. I mean, this person's like a little wood nymph, you know, like leaping and stealing and out in the woods. This is crazy. Okay. And at that residence, she got into a box truck and got some stuff out of there, too. A box truck, like a U-Haul box truck. Yes. She took stuff out of the box truck, and then she steals the F-150, runs it into a tree, runs into the woods for two hours. Oh, Janet Medeiros is out there in the woods just running around, probably like leaping out of trees and being like, Mm -hmm. you can't catch me. You know, like what is going on? So they arrest her, and here's what goes down, Cadillac Jack. She gets felony charges of entering auto and another felony count of burglary, criminal trespass, loitering, and prowling. That's what I was telling you about, peeping Mm. out. Possession, use of drug-related objects, because, of course, they found the marijuana. And that's it. That's all? Now, she's at the Fayette County Jail. It's 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 a big jail. they got plenty of room for her. Big jail. Yeah, she can run all around in there. Yep, swing from trees like Tarzan. Yes. All right. And what but, was I mean, how about the Fayette County Sheriff's Office out there for two yeah, hours, yeah. just running around in the Sweating woods? Sweating and just dark. I can't see. And listen, I think they're they're fantastic. We we know they're fantastic. But you know, at one point, one of them maybe looked at the other one and said, should we just like so we can't pretend find we her. don't see her? Yeah, yeah we can't yeah. find her. Let's go We home. cannot find her. Yeah, Let's go, go to Waffle House no, or something. No, never do that. No, I know the Fayette County Sheriff's Office never going to do something like no, that. No, 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 right, no. Her name was again, uh, her name was what now? Well, I don't know that we should just name people's names all the time. Well, I think we should. Let's just call her, let's call her Miss Janet. Miss Janet, okay, all right. Uh, Miss Janet is a what, Donna? She is a thug. No longer though. T. No longer though. No. Thanks to the men and women of the Fayette County Sheriff's Office here in Bear Country. What you gonna do when they come for you? Thugs. We would love to wake up with you. Weekdays, five thirty till ten a.m. Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear ninety two five. Search for the app. It's free. Download it and join us weekdays. Search for the Bear ninety two five. Pretend to be my friend I'm done for
He's become one of the most recognized and I think well-liked country artists uh, that's out there right now singing. His name is Jelly Roll. I will tell you this. When he first launched, I didn't like the shtick. I didn't like the fact that he went by the name Jelly Roll for whatever reason. And I maybe can't explain it. I just didn't like it. I thought that it was uh, just. uh, Well, kind of like a parody. Yes. Yes. I felt the exact same way, by the way. And I think that that caused me to shut down before I really started to listen to his music. Matter of fact, I know it did. And that's not right. And and, and I'm kind of tossing myself under the bus here about that. But um, I've really come to like him as a person, maybe more so as a person than as a, a country singer, to be quite honest. In, in, just in recent weeks, he stuffed a bus, Donna, with how many toys for, for underprivileged kids in Nashville? Well, it wasn't a bus. It was a tractor trailer. Um, but yeah. We'll say 90,000 kids got, got yeah, stuffed I toys. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he just testified last week before a congressional hearing on a bill to stop fentanyl, the crazy drug that has nearly become an epidemic, if not an epidemic already here in this country. 190 people a day overdose and die every single day in the United States of America. That's what about a 737 aircraft can carry. But because it's 190 drug addicts, we don't feel that way because America has been known to bully and shame drug addicts. Instead of dealing and trying to understand what the actual root of the problem is with that. I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly. Equally, I think it's important for me to tell y'all that I'm not here to defend the use of illegal drugs. And I also understand the paradox of my history as a drug dealer standing in front of this committee. I stand here as a regular member of society. I am a stupid songwriter, y'all, but I have firsthand witnessed this in a way most people have not. I encourage y'all to not only pass this bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. Always try to make that a, a, uh, a stop during everybody's day in the family to gather around the dinner table, talk about your day. Uh, and and I think that it is uh, I think it's important that you, you can't do it every night. It's impossible. But when you're no, and you have to you yeah, and you have to insert yourself in where you can. We were at brunch Sunday, and Will was talking about something that I'm not going to talk about. It wasn't anything bad, but just some things that you know he was doing. Not again, nothing bad, do we? But some I got my you heard me get my organic slip in there. Well, you know, do not take a pill from anybody. You know, um, don't just randomly take any kind of pill from anyone. And I'm talking about like if someone gives you a Xanax or what, you know, you just have to organically drop this stuff in. And I know they roll their eyes, but I guarantee you they're hearing you because this fentanyl issue is a huge issue. And I think Jelly Roll has um, he has a right to stand up there and talk about it because he's been on both sides. Well, he's he, an he, he, Yeah. And he says, listen, I was part of the problem. Now, he wasn't running fentanyl, but at the time, but I mean, he was a drug dealer. He, you know, so he has been on both sides of the coin. You know, talking about Jelly Roll, you can talk about in a minute how his mama gave him the name. But if you remember last year, I was harassing you constantly about the song Need a Favor. I remember one time you were going somewhere with Chris Chitwood. From Fable And I'm like, you need. Yes, I think y'all were going to get him a scooter for his for his leg or his hip or something. And I'm like, you need to listen to this song. This song is unbelievable. And that's when I kind of got on the Jelly Roll bandwagon because originally when he came out, I thought he was going to be like one of those country type rapper people. Yeah. 
Like a, you know what I mean? like a Colt Ford. Yeah. And nothing wrong with no, Colt Ford because no, I know there's no. a lot of people that love him. But I just was like, don't we have enough of these type people? And he, you know, he, Colt Ford's a bigger guy. He, I just, you're right. I kind of thought, put them in the same lane. And then when I heard Need a Favor, I was like, dang, this is really, and then when I heard Son of a Sin, I was just like, okay, I'm hooked. Right. I am hooked. Let's go back to the CMA Awards back in November of last year. What a powerful acceptance speech that he, yeah. uh, that he gave. But most importantly, there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, And now Jelly Roll says at uh, 380 pounds, he is going to run a marathon come May of, of not 2029, 2027, uh, this like in, in, in three months, four months, Jelly Roll is going to run a 5K, not a marathon. That'd be 26 miles. Uh, but but a, a 5K, which we determined this morning on radio is what, two point something miles, I believe, right? Yeah. Got to give him, got to give yeah. him, uh, listen, you got to give him props, got to give him credit. I was kind of ribbing him on the radio uh, this morning. No more just goofing and having fun, but um, that, that's a, that's a, that's a commitment. That's a commitment to run a 5k at 380 pounds. Yeah. And he's been out walking in the woods, getting ready. And, and, you know, I was telling you, he could have just joked around with those guys and said, yeah, you know, it's a new year. I need to get in shape, new me, but not done anything, but he's committed to doing it. And I sent you um, two things. There is, um, I watched, you have to watch this if you haven't watched it, even if you're not, again, a country music fan or Jelly Roll fan, um, watch his documentary, Save Me. It is unbelievable. I cannot tell you the people who reached out to me after they watched it that was, that were like, not country music fans, who were like, have you ever seen this guy or um, have you watched this documentary? And I didn't watch it until probably two days ago. And it is incredible. If you haven't watched it, Katie, go watch it. It's really, really good. Did you send good. it to me? No, it's a documentary. It's on Hulu. But what I sent to you was another really powerful thing that he did. He was on another podcast. I think he, he'd probably come on our podcast, honestly. He goes on every podcast. We're going to reach out to him. Um, but he was talking about his his wife. And her name is Bunny. Isn't that right? Yes. Bunny? Mm-hmm. Um and how when they got together, um, he had nothing, nothing. He didn't even have a house, but he had custody of his daughter. And he was worried about keeping custody of his younger daughter because I think his ex-wife was coming, you know, again, back at him as as wife, ex-wives and husbands often do um, about getting custody. And they hadn't even been dating him and Bunny very long. And she, you know, had a job and helped him get a house. He couldn't get financing. He couldn't get anything and what she said was well let's, let's see jelly roll cool. tell it how about that yeah i didn't that? know if you had it okay yeah, i got great. it right here got it right here this is from the bussin with the boys podcast with uh, jelly roll when bunny comes into my life i have to sit bunny down and man this is the first time we've ever talked about this outside of her podcast mm-hmm. i have to sit bunny down and go look i have a kid that you know about that i'm fixing to have to get full custody of there's also a woman out there that's pregnant with a kid of mine and bunny's just like Man, that's a lot. She was like, but I got you. Whatever. I don't have a house. I'm homeless. So she's like, well, the first thing we have to do is get you somewhere to live in Nashville. I was like, well, I can't put it in my name. I'm a felon. I don't have enough proof of income to get the kind of place we'd need to get her in the right school district. Bunny's like, let's just go get a condo so you have a bedroom for her. I'm like, all right, cool. So Bunny comes down there. Well, we're getting a condo. I'll never forget. Bunny looked at me and man, it makes me emotional. She said, no matter what happens with us, I'm going to help you get this little girl. 
And I was like, man, what character? You know what I mean? Like, what character this woman is like, look, I'm not 100% sure I'll be with you, but I'm going to do everything I can to help you with this little girl. That's who, because, dude, I'm broke. I can't afford the lawyer. I can't afford anything. I'm like, dude, I can't. What am I going to do? Put the kid in the van? Dude, I'm living out of like a 96 van. And Bunny's like, I'll help you. So Bunny bankrolled the whole shit. And she never talks about that. It's a true story. So when Bunny comes well, into my life, I have she's to sit Bunny down. Nothing matters. matters. But she's absolutely stunning. Uh, and, and listening to that clip for the first time, uh, I teared up a little bit because I, I have been in that position too with someone that um, took on a lot. Yeah, it makes me like that makes me so emotional that somebody, you know, even if she didn't know she was going to be with him, just I got to help this guy and his kid. And he he said that um, she fell in love. She said she fell in love with the saddest eyes in the room. And that was him. I believe it. And she was an abusive relationship also. So she, you know, she's had some rough times, too. It's not, you know, they they definitely um I'm sure there's a lot of ups and downs in, in the relationship as there isn't anyone, but because um, he's got a lot of demons in his head from just his past. Um, and I, I think for me, this is so strange, but that's why I hope that he I hope he takes care of himself, too. You know, what I mean, like and doesn't doesn't overextend himself because I think he is everywhere right now. And I think he would tell you, like if we had him on this podcast, he would say, um, I hear you because once an addict, always an addict. And I think he has to, and I think that's why it's great that I think he's doing some stuff with his health, because I think that he is kind of the darling right now, even though talking about fentanyl is not a darling subject, but he, you know, he is being lauded as someone who people really are listening to. But I just think sometimes, you know, when you're an addict and you get that kind of limelight status, it can be dangerous too. And so I just hope he kind of is taking care of his headspace and keeping it all in check. Right. You You know, know? If I were at his record label and at the time that they signed him or right before they signed him, if there were a vote, I would have voted no. Based yeah. based on 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 the package, the entire the entire thing, uh, I would have voted no. And I would have absolutely kicked myself in the ass now because uh, he, he has become he's just so well spoken. I think he's very kind. I think that he uh, he means well in everything that he does. I could be totally off base. I never met the guy before in my life. But I, I don't also, think, I, I don't think you are off base. I also went in again. I also went in uh, not really a fan at all. I, matter of fact, I would I'd drop his record. Uh, but I remember my former station. They were one of the first stations in America. To go to go out on Jelly Roll, and every time I heard that song, when I'd be you know coming across the the dial here in Atlanta, I'd be like, "Oh my God, why are they playing that piece of shit? Why are they playing that artist? Jelly Roll is a joke. Is it you know? It just drive me mad. I'm so so mad that I wouldn't even play his record myself. Um, and I regret that now. And I would have I would have missed a huge huge piece of country music had I. Uh, but you're you're bad about that. Sometimes I'll tell you about someone. You're like, I don't like them. I don't have file for them. Okay. Well. And then once you listen to them, I mean, I'm the same way. I'm not that, like, I, I listen to everything. Like, I'm not that close. Sometimes I feel like you're like, I don't want to listen to that. But then you're right once you listen to it. And, and I'm sure, listen, he probably faces that now where he walks into a room and there's a whole group of people. I'm sure Congress was like, what on earth? Who, you know, he's got head tattoos and face tattoos and neck tattoos and all that stuff. And I'm sure people, until they figure out, I'm, I bet they treat him differently. And then they find out his jelly roll and treat him differently. It'd be interesting. But I think 
think he's so kind. I was watching this, um, some of the CMT broadcast stuff, and um, there was a guy from a radio station. I can't remember. It was country station, but it was a smaller market. And when Jelly Roll came in, you know how they do the the grip and grabs and the, you know, they, they, they go from station to station. He's probably, yeah, he's probably stations big enough. An hour. Yeah, he's probably big enough to where he can pick and choose now. But he was, this was recently. And he went in and the guy was telling him before they started the interview, but they the station had already started kind of, you know, filming their video that he appreciated him so much because he was going through um, trying to get custody of his son and he was having a really hard time. And they did the interview. And then after the interview was over, Jelly Roll said, hey, because he was there with like his girl partner, you know, radio host. And Jelly Roll said, hey, come over here. And he went and I don't know what they talked about because the station stopped, you know, kind of filming the audio. But he went and literally talked to him for like 30 minutes. And the guy was like in tears. And basically, you could hear kind of Jelly Roll like almost like praying for, you know, with him, like, you know, God's got this, you're going to, you know, trust me. And I was thinking, who does that nowadays? Especially an artist of that stature. Because again, this was not a big station. This was not like a, a Kicks in Atlanta or, you know, a KSES in Dallas. I mean, this was like Padukee, Ida, you know, wherever. Right. But it didn't matter and to Jelly No, because it was just this human connection of this guy's going through something. And you know what? Because of what he does, we've met today and I need to help him. I thought it was really, just really powerful stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Our thanks. Well, I think uh, that's it, kind of like Jack, that for is, 413. For episode 413, that's right. Uh, Thursday's episode yeah. 414, and we're going to continue to climb. Uh, with your help, though, with your help. Uh, it's all about uh, spreading the word. It's all about podcast discovery, the buzzword, two buzzwords, or the buzzword of uh, podcasting, because there's so many out there. And we are grateful and thankful for your support of the podcast and for you spreading the word, uh, because you do that uh, so well. Uh, we, we rank in the top 100 in both categories, news and entertainment and music. According to Apple Podcasts, top 100 nationwide. Thank you for that. Our thanks to executive producers, Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Uh, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta, I-N-G-O. Steve is uh, executive producer of The Morning Show, weekday mornings, 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern. Atlanta's The Bear 925 and also consults for the podcast. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.